Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What to Do When We Miss the Mark. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that your word will not return to you void. It will accomplish your purpose. We thank you that your word is a living thing, Father. We come today ready for more of you and to apply what we learn to our lives. Thank you for helping us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about what to do when we miss the mark. First of all, the Word of God tells us to press forward and forget those things behind us, especially the negative things when we miss the mark. But how many of you out there haven't quite reached 100% perfection yet in forgetting all those things behind? Well, one of those missed marks in the natural for me was a tournament basketball game in high school, and I was at the foul line for a free throw shot. For those of you that don't follow basketball, that is a free shot from 15 feet away with no one guarding you. It's free. So there I was, big tournament game, and my shot went up, and guess what? I missed everything, the rim, even the net, and the backboard. I think I quickly rubbed my supposedly sweaty hands on my pants as a good excuse for my missing the mark. Maybe even more embarrassing was a college game where I was just a fan, and they asked me to volunteer for a half-court shot at halftime, and you had two shots, and if you made the shot, you got a prize. So I thought, why not? So there I was at center court with a lot of people watching, and I launched my first shot from midcourt and hit the upper right side of the backboard not too far away from the rim. So I had hope for my second shot, just a slight adjustment, and I could hit the mark, which was the basketball hoop in this case. Well, I launched my second shot, and I'm not sure what happened, but I missed the backboard by about 10 or 15 feet to the upper right, and my shot ended up in the band area, I think by the trombone section. I was so embarrassed, missing the mark by that far, but it happens to all of us in life. Sometimes in worldly things that don't really matter to God, but sometimes we miss the mark with God. And if we are a Christian, we don't want to do that. But what do we do when we miss the mark with God? We're going to talk today about that. Well, let's start in 1 Corinthians 6.20 in the Amplified Bible. You were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then honor and glorify God in your body. Folks, first of all, we need to realize that we've been bought with a price, with the precious blood of Jesus. So we are not our own. We are called to honor and glorify God with our bodies. And we are called to hit whatever mark we are working on with God on that particular moment. And some of the marks are very consistent every day, like loving God and loving people, 
or following the Ten Commandments. They are not ten suggestions, they are commandments. We are called to hit the mark, as we've been bought with a price. So number one, we need to always be trying to hit the mark with God, not flounder around willy-nilly, but instead we are shooting for excellence in serving God. Now 1 John 2, 6 in the Amplified, Whoever says he lives in Christ, that is, whoever says he has accepted him as God and Savior, ought as a moral obligation to walk and conduct himself just as he walked and conducted himself. My friends, so part of the mark as a Christian is our moral obligation to act and conduct ourselves like Jesus acted and conducted himself. That is our target or our mark. Romans 8, 9 in the Amplified. However, you are not living in the flesh, controlled by the sinful nature, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God lives in you, directing and guiding you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him and is not a child of God. Folks, if we listen... We have the Spirit of God always guiding us to hit the mark that the Father has for us. We're not in this alone. He works with us. Hebrews 12, 6a in the Amplified Bible. For the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves. My friends, when we miss the mark, we need to understand that the Lord is trying to correct us. He hates sin. Sin produces death, so we can't get mad at God when he tries to correct us. We have to put on our big boy pants and accept his correction or discipline. Now Galatians 6 verses 7 and 8 in the Amplified. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed nor treated with contempt nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. Folks, God is a sowing and reaping God. 8. For the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses, will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. My friends, when we sow to our flesh, we reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But there is a way to stop that harvest through repentance. And we'll talk more about that shortly. 1 John 2, 1 in the Amplified Bible. Christ is our advocate. My little children, believers, dear ones, I am writing you these things so that you will not sin and violate God's laws. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate who will intercede for us with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, the upright, the just one, who conforms to the Father's will in every way, purpose, thought, and action. Folks, we have an advocate. If we do sin and miss the mark, His name is Jesus Christ, and he will intercede for us with the Father. 
Now, closing 1 John 1, verses 7 through 9 in the Amplified Bible. But if we really walk in the light, that is, live each and every day in conformity with the precepts of God, as he himself is in the light, we have true unbroken fellowship with one another, he with us and we with him. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin by erasing the stain of sin, keeping us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestations. My friends, the blood of Jesus, if we are in covenant with him, cleanses us from sin. 8. If we say we have no sin, refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude ourselves, and the truth is not in us. His word does not live in our hearts. Folks, I hope no one listening to this message is in this state of denying their sin. Verse 9. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. My friends, if, if we freely admit that we have sinned and, and confess our sins, then God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us, praise God. When we miss the mark with God, we admit sin and confess our sin, and our advocate, Jesus Christ, bathes us with his precious blood, forgiving us and cleansing us. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. We have an advocate. We miss the mark. We choose to repent, Father. We choose to always strive more each day to hit the mark with you, Father. And when we miss it, we choose to confess our sin, admit it to you, Father, confess and turn away from that sin and come to you, Father. We thank you for bathing us in the blood of Jesus. In his precious name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.